There is so much unpredictability in today's financial world. To successfully retire in that environment, it's so important to get on track and stay there. And that's why Steve Davis and Sean Toll of Davis Wealth Management bring you the Path to Wealth and Wisdom podcast. And joining them today to help keep you on the right path, here's Peter St. James. So today we're going to talk about uh, the Kemp Roth bill. Remember Jack Kemp? I do remember Jack Kemp. Jack Kemp, Kemp, Buffalo Bills quarterback, uh, ended up in Congress and attached his name to the uh, Kemp Roth uh, tax bill, out of which came the Roth IRA, which was a pretty dramatic vehicle when that came out. It was like, wait a minute, I can put have money taken out and my employer can kick my... I like this. That was unheard of when that first came out. The Roth is one of my favorite things ever. Yeah. It is so powerful. At the So in a nutshell, a Roth is a retirement savings vehicle that is tax advantaged, meaning you put money in now after tax, right? You work, you get your paycheck, you put it into your bank account, yep. and then you send some money into your Roth, okay? Um, so there's no tax advantage this year, but yeah, money's going to grow for you tax-free forever. And when you take it out, there's no tax. And when you leave it to your children, there's no tax. It's incredible. It's so powerful. Um, there's no RMDs, right, required minimum distributions. It's a great, great planning tool. It just sounds uh, counterintuitive that the government would let a program go through where they're not making money on. Oh, but remember how short-sighted they are? Well. <laughs> Wouldn't they rather, they'd rather have the tax today now, yeah. <laughs> versus 20 years from now when they're not in office. Right, so the Roth, from from a from a congressional perspective, if you will, I don't see much danger in, in them messing with us too much, because Ooh. it, oh. it <laughs> <laughs> that, who, that that would get ugly. Who knows what's going to happen? Well, yeah. But I mean, if you think about this from from a um, a revenue perspective in Washington, um, if you have people putting money into a Roth, it means they're you know Washington D.C. is getting tax revenue today versus tax revenue. Um, you know, in 20 years, it's awfully short-sighted because in 20 years, if the individual had been putting money into a regular IRA and then they take it out in retirement, let's say they put a hundred K in over the course of their career, uh, working years. And let's say it ends up at 300. Okay. Okay. Now they're going to give Washington will be getting tax revenue, not only in the hundred you put in, but the 200 you made. So over the long run, it works better for Washington, D.C., but who cares? I like how it works for us. Oh, absolutely. And the Roth, the Roth does it. Wow. All right, now, are people gravitating uh, toward it? Absolutely. Oh, okay. Uh, absolutely. People are starting to understand um, the, the, the elegance and, and, and the power uh, of the Roth IRA. Um, now, now, you can, and, and we'll, we'll get into Roth conversions. Uh, we can talk about sure. that. But But- if you have a traditional uh, 401k, not a Roth, but a traditional, you can say, okay, I'll pay now. Uh, I'll take 50, 100,000 out of this, put it in a Roth, pay the taxes on it now, and you're good to go, right? You're telling me to do a conversion from your 401k to Roth? Right. Sure. So you can convert from your 401k, yep. um, which is a, a pre tax account, Correct. to a Roth. You can convert. 
there's technicalities on how to do it. You've got to go 401k to raw sure. uh, IRA, whatever. But yes, you can make that. You can do it from a 403b or 457, any a SEP IRA, any of those things. Mm-hmm. You can do the conversions to Roth. What is also available to folks, and sometimes HR doesn't do a great job telling employees about this, is most plans, 401k plans out there today, have a Roth option, meaning. You can now do a payroll deduction. Instead of going into a normal 401k, you can put into a Roth IRA. Again, there's no tax advantage to you this year, but you're now going to be growing that 401k money uh, on a Roth uh, basis. Additionally, Secure Act 2.0, which was signed in 2022, mm-hmm. so it's been in, uh, in action for, for a year now, it prov- puts a provision in for 401k plans to also offer Roth contributions or Roth matches, right? So you get a, you get your employer match yep. into your 401k. Right now, it's or historically, it's always been on a pre-tax basis. They put it in pre-tax, and then when you take that money out in retirement, you pay taxes. The legislation makes a provision for your employer, if you want, to put it on a Roth basis, which is great. Now oh. you're going to have your money, your employer's money, riding or, or uh, increasing um, in that Roth account on a tax-free basis. Wow. Right? Only caveat to that is, let's say your employer puts $4,000 in a Roth 401k okay. match for you, that's going to be taxable for you this year, which is okay. Uh, okay. All right? Yep. You're going to pay taxes on it this year. Here's the thing. Lots of we have a very mobile workforce today. People don't spend a career at one company anymore. A couple True. do, most don't. They're they're jumping. They're moving every three years, five years, whatever it might be. Many times your employer's four hundred one k contribution or match is subject to a vesting schedule. So you got to be there three years or five years. If you leave before that, you've got to leave some of your money that the employer put in. You, that you don't get to take that with you. If they're making a Roth contribution for you mm-hmm. or a Roth match, you're 100% vested from day one. Yep. That's great for individuals that are still working. If you can get that Roth um, 401k contribution from your employer, I'd really suggest you do it for the tax reasoning, and then, boom, you're 100% vested. So what's the argument for uh, somebody's got 300000 uh, in a traditional 401k? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and you say, hey, you can pay taxes on it now because we don't know five years, 10 years, 15 years down the road what the tax structure is going to be. Right. So take a percentage of that and convert it to a Roth. Sure. How much and why? I mean, some people might be scared and say, uh, well, no, uh, why, why am I paying it up front now? Well, I mean, if we just look at um, where we are from a spending perspective in Washington and a revenue perspective, um, we're running a huge deficit. Scary. It's yeah. scary. Yeah. It really is. A huge deficit. The, we're running a deficit because we're not bringing in enough money. So if nothing else, the Tax Act of 2016 um, will sunset in 2025. Right. Meaning we're going to go back to what taxes were. And they were higher prior to that. So if nothing happens in Washington, which is often the case, taxes are going to go up. But, I, I, you know, the other option or the other potential is that, yes, they're going to go up, but they may be even going to go up more right? Uh, because we need that revenue. So pay that tax now because we know it's low. It is low, by the way, on a historical perspective. It might not feel it, but it's pretty darn low. Um, pay that now and knowing that it's going to be likely higher in the future. If you find that it jumps higher next year substantially, 
Well, maybe you don't do that conversion. You know, it's a it's a personal choice based on where we think uh, taxes are going in the future. Um, even if taxes go up significantly, I still think it makes sense to make that conversion um, because you're now going to have growth of that money tax free. All right. So uh, and we do it by the way. Just the second part, we do it in 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 chunks. Like let's say it's three hundred thousand. You don't right. you don't convert the right. whole the whole hog. Right. <laughs> three hundred thousand. You you look at where your income comes in at the end of the year. You find out what tax bracket you're in, and you find out how much how high the next tax bracket is. Let's say it's thirty thousand dollars higher. We'll take thirty k out of that three hundred. Do that conversion. It's going to keep you within the same tax bracket, and then you repeat the exercise the following year. See, I just, when I get to be 75, 77, I don't want to have to pay any more money out of my account than I have to, because that's all I've got. Right. And the biggest fear we've heard from people is, I'm afraid that I'm going to outlive my money. Yes. And now, whether that's true or not, depends on the individual. But if I'm paying taxes um, out of my retirement, I'd rather do it now, not down the road when I am retired. I agree. You know what? You know the, the risk that we that we see here is that um, you may find yourself in a higher tax bracket in retirement than you are while you're working. Yeah. It doesn't seem like it should be that way, um, but it's very uh, there's a very good potential um, that that might happen when you add in your social security, the re, you know redemptions or with withdrawals from your IRAs and your four hundred one ks. If you're lucky enough to have a pension, um, if you look at your ten ninety nines, when you add that all up, it could put you into a higher tax bracket, uh, especially if taxes increase. So I think it makes um, it just makes a ton of sense for most people. Certain individuals we're not doing conversions. It doesn't it doesn't make sense for them. But for for most folks. It works. Most people think when I when I retire, I'm going automatically going into a lower tax bracket. Not necessarily true. Well, you may stay in the same bracket, but the rates may increase. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. That's yeah. That's that's what we're talking about. Yeah. Um, the other nice thing about these is there's no age limit for contributions. Um, so you could be 75 years old, and if you're not withdrawing money from your your IRA or Roth, you can make a Roth contribution. You have to have some earned income. Some taxable income. Okay. Um, but if you do that, you you can put money in still. There no are original, even even if I hit my RMD age, I can still put yeah, it in. You okay. can. Okay. You can. You can. Uh, there are limits to what you can put in. Um, anybody can put money into a Roth or an IRA. Uh, once you get this goes for both of them. Once you get beyond, if you're single, beyond one hundred fifty three thousand dollars, you can't contribute uh, to a Roth. Your annual income. If my annual income is over 150, if your annual income is over 153k, you are precluded from making Roth contributions. Uh, If you're married, filing jointly, that that upper limit is 228 thousand dollars. Okay. Okay. So one of the things you might hear people talk about is, ah, that's okay. We'll do a backdoor Roth, meaning you could still put money into an IRA if you're over those limits, but it's not deductible anymore. So you put that money into your IRA, but you don't get to write it off on your taxes uh, this year. So the thought process is put the money into the IRA, let's say $6,000, and then before the end of the year, convert it over to your Roth. If you don't have an IRA at all, okay. it, it works beautifully. It works beautifully. Six thousand goes into the IRA, yep. and the six thousand conversion from the IRA to the Roth. It's nice and clean, no okay. problems. Yep. The unfortunately, well, what we find is most people have pre-existing IRA assets. 
Okay, let's say they have $100,000, mm-hmm. uh, and then they put 5000 uh, in an IRA, and then they put 5000 into the IRA on a non-deductible basis with the intention of converting it. Okay, You don't get to convert that 5000 exactly. It's on a pro rata basis, so only 5%, because 5 is 5% of 100, mm-hmm. 5,000 is 5% of 100,000, only 5% of that conversion is going to be treated as your non-deductible. The other four is going to be treated as a conversion of your pre-existing IRA. So it doesn't work that well. It's complicated. My point is, if you have pre-existing IRA money, the Roth backdoor conversions don't work that well. Interesting. All right. When you're adding up, when you hit that age and the government wants to know how much money you got because they want a required minimum distribution, do Roths figure into that? They don't. They don't. There is no RMD uh, for Roth because... The government doesn't need you to take the money out. They've already collected the taxes. You can take it out, but there's no tax revenue flowing to Washington. They want you to take the money out of the IRA right. because it's a taxable event, and they're going to they're going to get some revenue. So, with the Ross, that's that's not the case. Okay. That's not the case. And the other thing that's nice about it, uh, having more money in a Roth can actually help reduce taxation on your Social Security. Your Social Security is taxable based on all of the income the retirement income you have. So when you add in your Social Security, you add in a pension if you have it, you add in your RMDs, you add in um, 1099s you may receive. When you add that all together, if you exceed certain thresholds, your Social Security will be taxable. If you can avoid RMDs because your money's in a Roth, means less of your Social Security will be taxable. Interesting. You've been listening to the Path to Wealth and Wisdom podcast, presented by Davis Wealth Management. If you have any questions, call 888-333-3818 or go online to daviswealthmgmt.com. You can also subscribe to the podcast on your favorite apps. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC, BCM, a registered investment advisor. BCM and Davis Wealth Management are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. The opinions expressed by Davis Wealth Management and guests on this radio show are their own and do not reflect the opinions of this radio station. All statements and opinions expressed are based upon information considered reliable although it should not be relied upon as such. Any statements or opinions are subject to change without notice. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Past performance cannot be used as an indicator to determine future results. Any strategies mentioned may not be suitable for everyone. Information expressed does not take into account your specific situation or objectives and is not intended as recommendations appropriate for you. Before acting on any information mentioned, please consult with a qualified tax or investment advisor to determine if it is suitable for your specific situation. This program is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with regard to subject covered.